Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. What happened after you fell asleep last night? We did have our first real significant trade of the offseason. Not a blockbuster by any stretch of the imagination, but a real trade. Welcome back. It is Ben and Woods Friday morning here on 97.3 The Fan. We got Take on Woods, our first Take on Woods of the week. It's crazy. Coming up here in just a few minutes. Uh, if you want to try to battle Woods for a chance to head to Las Vegas, you can call us now, 833-288-0973. Uh, we'll play our musical trivia game in just a couple of minutes. But, uh, yeah, when I first saw the trade news break, I kept looking at it and going, I'm reading this wrong. Okay, I'll, let me read it again. I'm reading this wrong again. What What am I... What am I missing? Why are the Atlanta Braves acquiring a relief pitcher with an ERA over six last season in exchange for five players? That is what they did, correct? One, two, three, four, five. Yes. Five, five for one deal for a relief pitcher whose ERA was six-plus last season Almost with seven. the Chicago White Sox. Almost seven. Yeah. But there is some logic behind it. So now... Again, take this from a Braves fan, but this guy knows a lot more uh, about their roster. It'd be, it'd be like if the Padres did this. There's probably a way to for the layman. You know, they'd look at it and go, "Oh my God, what is you know what is AJ Preller doing?" Uh, but the way that this guy uh, explains it, he says, "Look, so first of all, the trade was the Atlanta Braves acquired left-handed pitcher Aaron Bummer from the Chicago White Sox in exchange for right-handed pitcher Michael Soroka." Left-handed pitcher Jared Schuster, infielder Nicky Lopez, infielder Braden Shoemake, and minor league uh, pitcher Riley Gowans. So you look at that and go, wow, okay, that's a lot. Now, a couple of those guys are actually former first-round draft picks as well. Uh, but the way that this guy explained he said, look, this basically means Soroka and Lopez were going to be non-tendered tomorrow. Bummer is a really nice piece to add to this bullpen. Looks like a lot on the surface, but Schuster and Shoemake clearly had no future here. We just traded four guys with little to no value to the team for a really good reliever. Now, you, you hear a guy with a 6-7 ER, uh, ERA as a really good reliever. The If you look a little bit, first of all, he's on a very, very poor team. A very, 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 very poor team. Uh, but his expected ERA, Ben, was about three full points below what it should have been. Um, strikeout numbers are pretty good. Again, you're, he's going to a better organization. I, I, if you were going to non-tender two of those guys anyway, and you didn't have a spot for the other two guys, you get something. You get something back for guys you weren't going to 
have room for anyway. Um, again, I, I think Alex Anthopoulos has, has earned He's got enough street cred to, to make trades like this and go, because who are you going to miss? Had you, had you heard of any of those guys other than Soroka? No. No, I hadn't either. I, I, and, and, I, and all I know now about Soroka is, though, while he was an ace in the making, has not been healthy for... Can't stay healthy. What, three years? Four years? I don't, I don't even know how long Achilles it's been. He last year, and now yeah. the White Sox will look at him and go, hey, I mean, Mike Soroka, he'd be our three. <laughs> you know, if we got Mike Soroka, he'd probably be our if, three or if four he today. If he can pitch at all. If I, he can I don't pitch. Even, I don't even know where he stands right now. But if I'm the White Sox, I'm talking myself into a guy who at one point was a top-of-the-rotation starter in exchange for a you know a bullpen a, piece a middle reliever, did, did yeah. not pitch well for us. But this does make a lot of sense for the Braves. And a it's, team, a, it's a 40-man dump as well. Yeah, a team that's in win-now win mode that all, any team can always use more promising arms in the bullpen. And you know they've had a lot of success in getting, getting the most out of the players that they have. If Bummer, and he put up good numbers in years before last year, just reverts to form... He'll be a nice addition that they can use versus five players that they probably would not be using last year. So you've taken, yeah, little bits and pieces from here and there. You collect it all together in your dustpan and you throw it over to the White Sox, who are hoping, hey, if one of these guys hits, we're, we feel like we won this trade because we're not giving up much. So it is a deal that somehow makes sense for both teams, I think, um, for next year. Makes sense to me, buddy. All right. Uh, we had our MVP awards announced yesterday. I think the main surprise for me was obviously not that Shohei Otani or Ronald Acuna Jr. won. I was surprised that Acuna was a unanimous selection. I, I mean, you know, I guess... I, there wasn't a single one of the 30 riders that picked Mookie Betts over Acuna. Yeah, I mean, Mookie probably deserved a couple votes. Matt Olson. Got completely screwed, I think. He was really, really I mean, good. Mookie got every second-place vote. Yeah, Acuna got every first-place vote. Mookie got every second-place vote. Third and fourth was Freeman and Olsen. Olsen kind of back and forth. Most of the fifth places went to Corbin Carroll, and most of the sixth places went to Juan Soto. That was pretty a pretty clear delineation, one through six, of the best players in the National League yesterday. I mean, I, I understand. Uh, you know, the writers, they look at those historic numbers that Acuna put together, the first 40-70 season, and I guess that just screamed louder than than what Mookie Betts did during the year. And and I, I, I don't, I'm not saying that they are wrong, but there hasn't been that many unanimous selections in baseball history. In fact, and this surprised me as well, Shohei Otani is the first person ever to be a two-time unanimous MVP ever in baseball history. He was a unanimous choice two years ago. He was a unanimous choice this year in the American crazy. League. Like, how did Barry Bonds not have two not, unanimous Not, not unanimous twice, even. But, but Otani has now done it twice, and now he is a free agent coming off an MVP season. I thought he looked very sad last night. I know he had his puppy in his lap, and he high-fived his puppy, but... I just thought he was sad. He also did not do the... Um, that was a cute puppy. His cute puppy. I, he and, MLB had the great tweet. Here's the MVP and Shohei Otani. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very low-hanging fruit. I get it. You love low-hanging I fruit. I do not. I do. Um, I wish I loved anything. I wish I loved... It, it's like low-hanging that fruit. That plum that's just dr- almost dragging on the ground, he's like, I'll take it. Absolutely. I'll take it. I'll eat it. And I'll let the juices <laughs> run down my chin. Mm. I'll spit this pit out. 
And I'll be so happy. You're climbing up the oh, highest God. ladder yeah. to try I want to something, grab that, something that a little, be, slightly out of reach piece. Be a little I will better. Just take that that fruit that is right in front of me. It's juicy and delicious. Yes. Just, oh. Yeah. No problem. I just thought he looked sad. He also didn't do the media availability after. He's not spoken to any okay. media since yes. he got hurt. And they called it technical difficulties. He said uh, situation beyond his control. Yeah, here's the situation beyond my control. I don't want to talk to any you media know, right now. You know what a conference call entails? Is dialing a phone phone number. There, there really almost can't be any technical difficulties with that. And if they truly had problems, like whatever the call center that yeah. that that coordinates it went down, you could put together a Zoom, a Teams. I mean, you could send him a link to his. Phone. There's almost no way you couldn't instantly coordinate a media session with Shohei Otani. It screamed to me that he Otani didn't want to. Didn't, want to, didn't want to talk, didn't want to talk about his free agency, didn't want to answer any questions about the injury, the surgery, anything, and and thus just use the excuse of technical difficulties to get out of talking to the media after winning the MVP. Now, award. me, noted, noted body language expert, thought that he looked very sad. I just Why looked, would you be sad? I don't know. You're the MVP. You're a free agent. You have a puppy. Why would you be sad in I mean, that circumstance? He was circumstance? alone in there, just him and his dog. It should be, I thought I was sad for him, and it looked like he was sad to me. He doesn't have a soulmate? Is that what we're not, saying? I guess. I mean, not yet, but he just seemed sad to me. It's tough. I mean, he's got this, you know, he's got to make this life-changing decision. I understand there's life-changing money. There's going to be a lot of it. There's going to be, there's going to be truck pulls of cash backed up. Man, if he wants to stay with the Angels, he, he could. can. He I could. mean, he's got every decision in front of him. There's no bad a lot choice of, a lot of for Shohei Otani going. Sure, forward. there is. Sure, no, there is. Oh yeah, no, there isn't. Absolutely, no, there isn't. Hundred percent. No, there isn't. Absolutely, there is. The worst possible thing he can do is pick the wrong team. No, there's. I mean. He's, even if he does, he's still going to be playing he's baseball. He's already done it once. He's going to be playing baseball for a living for tons of money. Yeah, but what if his ultimate goal is to win a ring and he picks a team that, that you know, I don't, I can't say that term that I almost... Um, you know what term I want to say. I know exactly what you're trying to say. Do you know what I'm trying to say? They... Uh, exact all their resources on getting him. If he wants to go to the Astros at half price and try to win a title, he can do that. If that's what's the most important to him, guess what? He'll still make truckloads of money. There's not a team out there, even the the best team that has no money, that wouldn't take him for pennies on the dollar, if that's really what he wanted to do. Otani has all the cards. He can do whatever he wants this offseason. You can make a wrong decision. You absolutely can make a wrong decision. But, I mean, if he really is the most important thing is he likes his comfort and he doesn't most, he hopes that they win and he they'll pay him too. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah, he absolutely can. He's going to be able to ride his own ticket. He wants to go to the Braves. He could. I mean, imagine how good they would be if, if he wanted to go to the Braves. Ridiculous. I just, I, feel like it's, I just feel like it's a lot of pressure. He's still a kid. He's not from here. He's already picked the wrong team one time. He doesn't want to do it again. Like that's such a that's such an amazing amount of pressure. Now, our entire audience is rolling their eyes, going, "Oh my god, I wish I had that kind of wish I kind of had rolling that decision." My eyes. Yeah, yeah, you are too. <laughs> but I, I just feel like, holy cow, man, it's such a big decision uh, that he has in front of him. He just seemed sad. Now, Acuna didn't do the media either uh, because, well, he had a game. He was leading off uh, for the Ven- in Venezuela last night. How so. do I seem to you right now? 
Let me see. Uh, body language expert Woods. Am I sad? Am no, I you're happy? good. You seem good today. I'm good. Yeah. All right, you're right. Yeah, I'm you good. seem good. I'm Let good. me look you're at Polly. Right. Yeah. Polly looks good. Yeah, he's Everybody about to go. He's good. Let's go on a bachelor party weekend. Of course he's good. He showed me the itinerary. You don't have to be Woo! a genius on it. It's on now, dude. Cannot wait. Uh, one of the craziest stats. The Angels now have 50% of the MVPs over the last decade with zero playoff appearances to I'm show just, for. That's what I'm saying, man. Like Mike Trout. Those guys are like... We really, uh, yeah, we had a lot of money, but we've Mike Trout's played three playoff games in his entire career. Like it's just, it's a big decision, man. Uh, Roman, our our beloved tier one, we teased uh, Formula One talk. We did not get to it. No, we it's will. Gideon, don't do this. Okay, we it will has get to, be to it. In, and don't in, do don't this. Do okay. this. So the just, way this weekend has started for F one. Hang on, patiently. undoubtedly coming up in just a moment. Right now, though, it is time to play for the first time this week. Take on Woods. It's time for Take on Woods. 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 A guy in Bay Park, a regular Take on Woods contestant, is in this morning. Hello, guy. Good morning, guys. Rest right. in peace, Peter Seidler. Thank you very much. I'm sure the uh, the family appreciates that. Let's uh, Let's give you a chance to qualify for a trip. To Las Vegas. We will be talking about Vegas momentarily. It's a two-night stay at Resorts World. Two tickets to Luke Bryan. Performing December 29th through January 6th at Resorts World Theater. You can get your tickets now at rwlasvegas.com. Here are our categories. I've almost forgotten all of them. We've got Knock Knock. Five songs with knock or knocking in the title. Hey is for Horses. Those are five song titles that begin with Hey. And we've got One Step at a Time. Uh, those are five musical answers that include Step. All right, Knock Knock, Hay is for Horses, or One Step at a Time, guy? Let's, uh, let's try the Knock Knock. Knock Knock. All right, this one should be fun. We've got five songs with Knock or Knocking in the title. You'll have 60 seconds to answer as many as you can. You can pass. If you don't know one, we'll come back to it if there's time left on the clock. Woods goes second. Uh, we'll compare scores. If you beat or tie him, put you into the hopper for the grand prize trip to Las Vegas. First question, of course, is the two-second song. Polly is going to play a tune. You are going to give me the title and the artist of that tune, and then we'll go on from there. Guy, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's All right, go. 60 seconds on the <laughs> clock. This first one should be somewhat familiar to everybody. <laughs> Your time begins when Paul plays the music. The category knock knock. Good luck, guy. Let's take on Woods. Uh, can you hear me knocking uh, stones? Correct. Wait, can you hear me knock? Yeah, yeah. Subtitled Ghetto Anthem, which Jay Z hit samples a song from Annie the Musical. Hard knock light. Correct. Eric Clapton and Guns N' Roses both recorded successful covers of which Bob Dylan song written for the movie Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid? Uh, knocking on Heaven's Door. Correct. LL Cool J picked up a Grammy Award for Best Solo Rap Performance for which 1991 hit? I'm going to knock you out. Mm, incorrect. I said knock you out. No, that is correct. i got to go with your first answer. The two-word title of which 2019 Luke Bryan song is an Old West euphemism for having sex? Knocking boots. That is correct. I wish you had not jumped in so quickly. Oh, man. 
Because it is mama said knock you out. And I think that is such a key part of that answer. You already ruled before you I, corrected. I did. He corrected it, but I already ruled. And I feel like... Maybe you jumped the gun. Uh, maybe. I, I usually am more generous. Hang on the line either way, guy. I, I don't know. Well, kind of feel like it's a four and a half in, the, in this case. Uh, Here comes Woodsy. Let's bring Woods in. All right. Guy's score is uh, is sort of locked in. Yeah, I know. Well, we, we'll explain when we're done. Put 60 seconds back on the clock for Woodsy. If he misses the first one, I will fall out of my chair. If you Here we the go. first one, you're fired. <laughs> 60 seconds on the clock. Your time begins when Paul plays the music. Good luck, Woods. Let's take on Guy. Can't you hear me knocking? The Rolling Stone. Correct. Subtitled Ghetto Anthem, which Jay-Z hit samples a song from Annie, the musical. Hard Knock Life. Correct. Eric Clapton and Guns N' Roses both recorded successful covers of which Bob Dylan song... Knocking on Heaven's Door. Correct. LL Cool J picked up a Grammy Award for Best Solo Rap Performance for which 1991 hit? Mama Said Knock You Out. Correct. The two-word title of which 2019 Luke Bryan song is an Old West euphemism for having sex. Touch my taint. All right, that makes me feel good because whether it's a four or five, a guy gets to qualify for Las Vegas. He it meant the difference of the outright win. He did. Um, what and was we, the category? I had no idea. Knock. Can't you hear me knocking? Knock. Hard knock life. Knocking on heaven's door. Oh, Mama knocking said, boots. Knocking boots. I bet it's terrible. I should have thought about when it. Ben sent this over. I bet it's terrible. Uh, like two weeks ago now, or a week and a half <laughs> yeah, ago. That's been sitting there for a while. Ben sent this over. I looked over the, the songs. I went and listened to it. To Knockin' Boots? I bet it's the worst song in the history of the world. <laughs> like, yeah, hang on, by the way. We'll, we'll that, put you in the drawing here. We've said that for pretty much every Luke Bryan <laughs> yeah. song. This is it? This I is hear it. the number one number worst one. song. I, by the I way, can hear it in my guy, head. Guy, congratulations on the possibility of winning Luke Bryan tickets. <laughs> For knowing that Luke uh, Bryan song. Why? Here. Luke Bryan. <laughs> I, simply the simply best. Simply the best for some people. <laughs> Let's hear it. Uh, hang on. Oh, my God. How many downloads? How many listens does it have to? A, a lot. A billion? A lot. I'm sure it's a lot. This truck needs uh, a half tank. Mother. These wheels need a two lane. This radio needs three songs to play to get me across town to you. That dress needs to slip off. That hair needs to come down. Friday nights need to do what Friday mm. nights need to do. They do need that. That's the truth. That's true. Oh, my God. Yeah, birds need bees and ice needs whiskey. Boys like me need girls like you to kiss me. I feel I'm like I'm in, in, I'm in rage. Like I have rage in my body. I need under to... That pale moon. Speaking of uh, Luke Bryan in Las Vegas, <laughs> get to a little Vegas talk coming up here and don't do this and the F1 debacle, at least so far, uh, coming up next. Uh, congratulations, Guy. We'll be back after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Drinks need a sling in That dance floor needs some me on you And you want me tonight Sing alongs need to be sung Tip bells need to be rung Last 
Just calls need a call that cabin back seats need I want you so bad Yeah, birds need bees and ice needs whiskey Boys like me need girls like Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Don't do this. It's time for... Don't do this. What were you thinking? Three stories from the world of sports that make us all shake our heads. Why? <laughs> How many times do I have to tell you? Oh, I'm sorry, I fudged up, guys. You idiot. You moron. You're a dumbass. The apple sometimes does far fall from the tree. Don't do this. Do not tweet that. With Ben and Woods. I like a Nickelback song or two. On 97.3 The Fan. This segment of Ben Woods is brought to you by the Golf Mart. Let's get right to it. Woods, take it away for Don't Do This. I feel like we're going to be late. Uh, we don't have much time, but there was a. Uh, this was a bit of a bombshell yesterday, and and uh, tough twenty four hours or so for Carissa Thompson. Uh, probably shouldn't have said anything at all, but she did. She went on a. Uh, she's a, a sideline reporter, and she went on former sideline former reporter. Sideline right, yeah. reporter, yeah. Uh, and she went on with uh, the guys from Barstool, and kind of flippantly said that, well. When a coach wouldn't talk to her, she would just make it up. This is what I she haven't said. been fired for saying it, but I'll say it again. I would make up the report sometimes because, <laughs> A, the coach wouldn't come out at halftime or it was too late. And I was like, I didn't want to screw up the report. So I was like, I'm just going to make this up. Because, first of all, no coach is going to get mad if I say, hey, we need to stop uh, hurting ourselves. We need to be better on third down. We yep. need to stop turning the ball Pressure over. The quarterback. We need, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and do a better job of getting off the field. Like they're not going to correct me on that. Right. So I'm like, it's fine. I'll it, just make up the report. So she got. I mean, I, I the torches and pitchforks, the whole thing. They were out. Andrew Marchand uh, summed it up pretty nicely. He said, "Carissa Thompson messed up on many levels. Number one, making up reports, pretty self evident as to why. Number two, I get PMT is a relaxed environment. Revealing that was an odd choice." And all the sideline reporters who do the job correctly look better as a result. I don't. It's tough because you know, I do take offense sometimes when you get when you get painted with the media brush. Sometimes you do get offended. You're like, 
Bro, not everybody's the same. Don't drag me because of something somebody else did. I felt bad for people like Andrea Kramer, yeah. you know, who take the job really seriously, or professional. She's a Hall of Famer who it's, has it's spawned done about a, that job. It spawned about a thousand think is, pieces. Is Carissa Thompson wrong? Are most of the comments completely inane drivel from coaches that you get anyway at halftime? Yeah, a lot of it is that. Occasionally, though, you know, when you're really doing a good job and doing your work. You'll get that nugget or two that is uh, informative and helpful for uh, an audience and adds context and texture to the game. It did. That's the goal, at least. It did make me think, though. What it did was it made me think, because you do see sometimes they don't talk to the coach, and then they they will come back to the sideline reporter like, well, I talked to uh, Coach Ben Higgins at halftime, and he said that, and I went, I wonder how many people actually do that but just don't admit it like she did. So, uh, yeah, rough rough day for her. I I didn't get... Super crazy about it. In my opinion, you know, there's a lot worse things going on right now, but I definitely not something you want to admit to. Right? Right. I mean, at the very least, she stepped in it unnecessarily. Correct. Yeah, you kind of brought that on yourself a little bit. All right. Uh, they're calling it the Fire Festival of F1, essentially. The everything seems to be going wrong for this Formula One race in Las Vegas that is scheduled to begin. Do you know when the race begins? Saturday, right? Yeah. 10 p.m. 10 p.m. 10 p.m. 1 a.m. on the East Coast. That's like 7 p.m. in Vegas, though. Yeah, but, I mean, this is designed more for European viewers to watch during the day on Sunday rather than American viewers in the middle of the night. There has been so much hype for this race, though. For a year and a half, when it was first announced, the spectacle of driving a race on the Las Vegas Strip They have put, I I read somewhere, a half a billion dollars into the infrastructure to make this happen. That's that's like two Snapdragon stadiums just for a temporary race course that they're going to tear down as soon as this weekend is over. And yesterday, they went to their first practice and they had to cancel it after eight minutes because one of the uh, concrete seals on the manhole cover failed and it caused... uh, one of the drivers who went over it, it sparked up. It caused some damage, damage to the yeah. to the $15 million F1 car. They had to stop practice. People who were there in the stands booing, you know, they've been waiting all the, oh. you know, forever for this. They didn't even get to see practice. The overestimates for how much people were going to want to do this has been crazy because, you know, they said, oh, the $3,000 a night hotel rooms. You know, even the cheap like Excalibur rooms are going to be going for like six hundred, seven hundred bucks. You can do the whole package now for eight dollars. The it's, whole. The I mean, whole there thing. are there are hotel rooms on the Strip now, twenty bucks. You know, I mean, maybe a little more for the weekend, but it's nothing like they thought it was going to be. Oh man, they say the Strip it's is like a dead. Disaster. It's they a say disaster. the Strip Financial. is dead. The restaurants are empty. No one such a hassle. Even walking is a huge, insane, huge hassle. No one wants to go by the Strip. And, no and one wants to take that, u- Ubers to the anywhere near it because of the traffic is so bad. Locals are infuriated, and they know they have nine more years of this because it's a 10-year deal. This isn't one-off. This is every year for 10 years that they have agreed to do this and put all of this money into it. I'm speaking a little out of turn because I don't know that it's completely a fair comparison. It it kind of felt like it was giving off like live tour vibes, (laughs) like the arrogance 
It was like arrogant to come in and be like, nope, if you want to have a hotel view, you're going to pay out the ass or we're going to block off your view. Yeah. Nobody gets to see it unless you're paying a ridiculous amount of money. We, yeah, and we talked a little bit about it last week. It looks week. like it's flopping. And, and you know, the, the people that you that it just kills you is it. But, you know, if you paid four grand for a package and you go and have a great time, who cares at the end of the day? I mean, you kind of care. If I don't know if you're having somebody, a great time, though. If, some, if the somebody way it's next to you up. is getting paid the same experience bucks. for 50 bucks, yeah, 100 bucks. I mean, I, I don't mean, know. I, I spent a fortune on those YouTube tickets. I walked out of that thing and I went, now, if the guy next to me got them for 12 yeah, bucks, knew, I wouldn't have cared. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, really? I had the time of my life. I, I, I walked out the, the minute I walked out. I go, I would have paid double for what I paid. I had that much fun. So it's all up to the user. You're gonna drive yourself crazy, man. If you if you live your life like right. that, well, like the one thing they do have going for it. I saw the video of like the safety car, the first test run on the track, as expected. <laughs> It's very cool to see race cars driving driving down that strip. I mean, that part of it is cool as advertised. I think it'll be cool. And again, you learn. You have nine more years of this, so you learn from your mistakes. You do it right. You price it right. I hope so. And I think it's going to... Now, listen. Am I going to stay up on Saturday night till 10 p.m. to watch it? No. I'm going to watch some highlights on Twitter the next morning like everybody else. But I think think it can still be salvaged. Uh, And quickly, let's play uh, Do Do This. D.D. Mega Doo-Doo. You know, we are all massive uh, man-crushing on Scott Van Pelt always. No, None more than Ben, but I really <laughs> love and respect Scott Van Pelt. I'd love, to, I'd love to interview him someday, Paulie. Sometimes I wish I was bald just, just because to be I like, like him so much. You should yeah. try that. You should try that. Ooh, see, my, we'll my see if you look as terrible. cool. You see yeah. if you look as cool. I, just my miss hair, Halloween. My hair is one of my best qualities, and my uh, head is one of my worst. It would be such a mistake for me to ever Pat shave McAfee. my head. Well, we picked Pat McAfee yeah. for you. you. We probably should have picked Scott, Scott Van Pelt. SVP. So listen to how he describes uh, what's going on in Oakland. I love this. I love Vegas, but man, do I hate this for Oakland. They went through with the Raiders and now this, and I can't even imagine how horrendous next year will be. For the team... And for its fans. It's like living in the same house when you're already divorced. Ownership has done all it could do to make this positively awful. They raised prices on tickets, including a single game increase to the reverse boycott game last year when fans turned out in the largest numbers of the season in protest to the potential move. They've allowed the dilapidated stadium they planned to further deteriorate. They put a 110 loss team on the field, and now they are leaving. But first, hey, everybody, enjoy a lame duck season. <sighs> Last year's attendance in Oakland, 832,352, lowest in the league by a lot. Why would a single person, even if they love this team and had their whole life, why would anyone give a single dollar to this ownership after this? I wouldn't. Really makes you think, doesn't it, San Diego? Well, I mean, there's a reason why the Chargers never said they were leaving until after the last game was played in San Diego. Yeah, it was yeah. like January 7th. Yeah, it was like a week or, or so like after the season was over when Dean said, oh, no, we're going to L.A. And, I mean, you kind of thought that it was going to happen, but you could at least hold out hope that something would happen and keep the Chargers in town. This season, Scott's absolutely right. I mean, maybe some opposing fans will go to watch their team, but there's no reason an A's fan should go and 
support I, that team I, or send have, any money to that home. You'd have to wear a disguise. Like if it was if I was like, hey guys, I'm gonna go I just I miss it so much. I'm gonna go to the game tonight. You'd have to wear like a trench coat and a mustache to go in and watch them. And it's while so I am always uh I will always stand for San Diego and our misery that we've had in our professional sports franchises. Hard not to argue for Oakland now. They've lost the Raiders, the Warriors, mm. and the A's now in a span of, what, five years? Yeah, it's such a bummer, man. That's about as bad as it gets for we'll sports We'll talk fans. about all this and more with Casey Pratt coming up later yep. in the show. And that's um, Don't and really Do good. Do This for a Friday. That was Don't Do This with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. All right, Padres fans, uh, we had some news yesterday involving the control of the team. We can come back to our discussion of Eric Kutsenda that we started in our first hour and what that's going to look like for the Padres going forward. Also, uh, you said you were going to watch the, the Thursday night football game I last did. night. You did. I did. I watched a lot of it. Are you sorry that you did? Um, I texted you, you guys were. something. I want to talk to you guys about that. There was a controversy in the game last night as well. We'll There's get to all of yeah. that. Coming up next with Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. So your uh, self-confidence, which has been at an all-time high, and for good reason, as you've shed a lot of weight, (laughs) and you look great. You walked in this morning, I went, God dang, dude, he looks skinny. He looks skinny. That feels good. Yeah. And then leave it to... Uh, one of the tier ones to just bring you right back down to earth in the uh, chat. Yes, uh, who was it? Jeter, uh, 11. Yeah, uh, Ben Loki looks like Dilbert. <laughs> Dilbert, the cartoon guy? Dilbert, the comic strip. Comic strip. Dilbert. <laughs> I haven't. Like I, from the calendars and everything? I haven't seen it in a while. Let me look. I'm pulling it up on the stream. Dilbert. Here. Dilbert. <laughs> Let me see. I mean, I got glasses. I Dilbert mean, has glasses. I, I don't think my head's quite so pointy. His is. It's like, it's like a rectangle. I mean, look at me. I don't see it. Somebody. In I the, do have a boxy head. For a little sure. bit. Yeah, it's more of a box. Than I mean, a, it's I not long. Uh, it's not as long. It it's, is. It is square. Square. I've got a square head. <laughs> Paul, I always ask. You know, when they always ask, do you want. Uh, 
rounded in the back when I get a haircut or straight? I go, rounded. I've got enough straightness on my head. I want you to make me as round as possible. Can I give you some advice on that? Yeah. Next time you go to you know, Hair Masters or whatever, yeah. sport clips. So, sport clips. <laughs> he won't go get his haircut anywhere that doesn't have sports in it. So perfect when they, job. When they ask square or rounded, say tapered. 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 Can we? Can I take you to get a fancy haircut? I've, one I've done time? it before. I've I've done a few, and I've never been as satisfied with the results as is I, it, I have. You're at my, full of crap. You're lying. No. Is it because they have? That's because that you can watch the Clippers highlights and I, stuff. Because when as they you certainly get like my MVP treatment, and when they pull like the spray bottle, it comes out of a locker. Yeah, their school too. He loves that feeling mm. of watching. He's like, oh, look at this. What did uh, how Westbrook do last night? It's it's easy. It's right by my right, house. I'll, I'll I mean, pay. I'll pay. Take you. To, I've, pay, to, I've paid one hundred and fifty dollars for a haircut, in which my boss then said, <laughs> "You've got to go again. get a cut again. Don't do that again." <laughs> what did it look like? I'm dying to see. Dominic says in the chat, "Do they cut hair at Costco?" <laughs> I don't. Think. They should. They should absolutely have a barber. I mean, they have chair. barber shops in. Uh, in like Walmart's on the East Coast, and it'd be five know. bucks, and you get like four haircuts and a slice of pizza. <laughs> Jeter said, "I didn't mean it like that. I don't know how you could else you could mean it that Ben looks like Dilbert. I meant it in the nice in way. the nice way." Oh. A guy said the other day that I looked like I somebody do? from Iron Man Two, oh, and we yeah. looked, and it ben was Ben got so mad he left the chat. Yeah, I accidentally Mickey left Rourke. the chat. Did you? What happened? I just accidentally was I was scrolling around. I clicked a button, so. Is funny. Well, right. keep don't don't let that one negative comment bring you down. I'm not down. You Do keep I look shining. down? Keep shining. <laughs> it's hard to bring me down, Dilbert. Hard to bring Dilbert. me down. All right, uh, everybody knows squarehead. Yeah, square everybody head. knows Dilbert. Everybody knows Tony Kornheiser. But to get him unfiltered, check out the Tony Kornheiser Show podcast. The iconic voice of PTI is a roller coaster of wit and wisdom. It's smart and it's funny. It's his unique perspective on the sports world. Unleash your curiosity and join the conversation. Follow the Cor- Tony Kornheiser Show on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the Thursday night football controversy. That's actually being investigated by the NFL. Is it the, what's it called? The hip dip, the hip dip no, tackle? No, no. Not oh, a, not that one. Some else. Oh, the other. Uh, oh, yeah, the other yeah, one. This is juicy. Uh, right after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Bengals and the Ravens last night in Baltimore, and I did learn what a hip drop tackle is. I did too. And, and unfortunately, it cost Mark Andrews, tight end for the Ravens, his season, going to be out for the rest of the year. Brutal. Basically, it's a tackle where the defender comes. Grabs you by the hips and then essentially just falls, drops like on the back of your legs, which of course, as you're going to imagine, causes a lot of, you know, like ankle type injuries as it did to Andrews. It's, it's being talked about around the league as something they may want to ban a la like the horse collar tackle and ways you can't bring guys down. I, it seems like it's got to be so hard to bring those guys down. To begin with, and they keep limiting the way defensive players can actually then, you know, how can you touch the quarterback? Really, only between like here and like here. The, <laughs> below the neck and above the waist. But don't hit him in t- the sternum too hard. And you can't hit him with your helmet or your shoulder or anything other than, I mean, they're making it very hard for defensive players at the same time. Sucks for the for the Ravens to lose their tight end on a, on a play like that early in the game yesterday. No, it, it does, and I saw you know um, one of my one of my favorite sports guys from Dallas basically tweeted, you know, what are we doing here? We keep talking about wanting to protect these players, and then you got the litany of comments of it's just football, dude. Don't be so soft. And 
I, I man, I am so freaking on the fence with it. I watched the tackle a hundred times. I can see, I can see the defender grab him and then just kind of ride him to the ground. Which, by the way, like that guy's a beast. He's a unit. He can run through an arm tackle any day of As the Dominic week. Dominic in the chat, a serious question: Without the hip drop tackle, how else how is someone supposed down? to pursue tackle from behind? Correct. Like, hey, could you stop for a second so I could? tackle you safely as opposed to in a dangerous manner. And of course Jim Harbaugh, uh, not Jim Harbaugh John John Harbaugh Harbaugh. came out last, that'd be weird if Jim had something to say. He probably does. Uh, But he did say it definitely was a hip drop tackle. It's being discussed. It's a tough tackle. Was it even necessary in that situation? The other one on the sideline there's always plays that you send in the league to have them look at and interpret for you. The other one that he was referring to was the hit on Lamar. Uh, He was taken to the ground by Wilson um, so yeah, it's just like when they banned when they banned the horse collar. I go, I get it. <laughs> I fully, fully understand why I'm going full speed. You can't just grab me around the neck and yank me to the ground. Yeah, at some point, they it. had to ban face masks. I get like, it. Like it totally, it. totally makes sense to me when you do that. This one is going to be so hard to judge, to call at a moment's notice because if you looked at it in full speed, you won't see it. Just looks like a tackle, and the guy got his leg caught and, and tripped. It, there's nothing more disturbing in football when you see a guy get rolled up on. You know, the line that is just like, Ugh, and he's defenseless. You know, man, it's a very, very brutal sport. It's a tough sport. What a hard line it is to 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 work every day, Ben, by trying to keep the guy safe, but also not taking away from the fabric of the game, which is, Hard hitting and tackling and getting guys down and things like that. It's just gotten so tough. It it is a tougher watch now than it used to be. But uh, while the NFL is looking into the hip drop tackle, what they're actually starting to investigate and could be even a bigger controversy today is the Joe Burrow situation. Joe Burrow, quarterback for the Bengals, who apparently um an amazon camera like ca- caught him getting off the bus and if you kind of blow it up and look you can see his long sleeves on his wrist a brace that was there and joe burrow did not appear on the cincinnati bengal's injury report during the week but then throws a pass in the second quarter touchdown pass uh, to joe mixon but as soon as the ball leaves his hand you can see him just going ah like what what happened you didn't get hit I mean, he didn't hit someone's helmet or anything. He simply was writhing in pain on the ground. He was not able to return to the game. And now everyone's wondering, do you went into this game hurt? You went into this game hurt, and you did not put it on your injury report. You did not tell people the way you were supposed to. At the very least, you should be listed as probable wrist, you know, according to NFL rules. If you're that, if you're in that much pain going into the game, you're not supposed to hide that. It's a concern for gamblers as well. I saw Jason McIntyre tweet, anyone who bet on the Bengals should get a refund. I mean, you bet really? on the Bengals uh, assuming you were told that Joe Burrow was going into the game healthy. You knew well, he wasn't healthy early in the season, so you yeah, bet I mean, on the Bengals at your own start, risk. Isn't if you that, bet, isn't if that you what bet it is? on the Bengals... Would you have still bet on the Bengals if you knew Burrow was dealing with a hand injury? I pro- injury? If I was going to bet on the Bengals, and I didn't, uh, I would have said, is Joe Burrow starting? He is? Cool, I'm riding with the Bengals. 
if he if he knew he was hurt. If he starts, I think there's a lot of people though who said, "Hey, I really like the Bengals in this game." But if you'd said Joe Burrow is dealing with a wrist injury, he's still planning to start, but I think don't I would, know the severity of it. They might back off, bet less. At maybe least. I, I mean, think I would. Think, that's a factor in your decision. What week are we in? Twelve, eleven, eleven. I would think to myself. Joe Burrow's dealing with a hand injury. He is going to start. And if I'm still riding with the Bengals, I'm still riding with the Bengals. Because who's not dealing with something at this point in the season? I understand the beef. I don't know that you should get your your money back if you bet on the Bengals last night. He played. He played for a while. and and But I will tell you, man. That that's I, guess I agree. I don't think they should get a refund because that right. that happened earlier. It happened with the Aaron no, Rodgers the I, I first game of the year. Yes, but and should, we're like that's a slippery should the, slippery should slope. the Bengals but I face some sort of fine or punishment for not disclosing that information? And had they disclosed it, what would the Ravens have done about it? Would they hey target his wrist? We're going after him. I mean, is that was so that the concern? Did they say what it was? was Strained it? wrist. Okay, because when he threw that ball and like and then just. Doubled over in pain. I'm like, oh my god! I promise man, you wouldn't have bet. You wouldn't have bet on the Bengals if you saw that video. If you saw the that game. video before, before the game, game, you wouldn't. Have, yeah, no question. <laughs> like you're riding the Ravens hard. And then you saw him on the sideline trying, and and that really looked like he was in a lot of pain. Uh, you know, who knows what happens going forward? But as we as we said yesterday, that was kind of a close to must win game for the Bengals. They're now last place in their division, even though they're five and five. They're two and a half behind the the Ravens, two games behind the Browns, or at least the winner of the Browns Steelers game coming up. They're going to be two games behind that team after Sunday. The Bengals are not going to make the playoffs. I looked at the remaining schedule. There's a lot of tough games. I mean, the path to ten yeah. wins. <laughs> which, I was very upset. The path to ten wins, which you've got to feel like is what it takes to get to the postseason minimum in the AFC. He's just not there, I don't think, for the Cincinnati Bengals in that division this year. So, How, how are you guys? Ultimately, for a team that th- had some Super Bowl aspirations and was in that Super Bowl just a couple of years ago, going to be a very disappointing season in Cincinnati. How are you guys feeling about the NFL this season? Are you, um, are you still I, – I texted you guys something last night, and I go – I think it was – you watch games like this, and you wonder to yourself why NFL remains king. And the really the – Quality of NFL. This happened to me. Um, when did we start together? 2018. 2018. So I did my first ever sports radio show across the street as a fill-in guy a few years before that. And it was the worst season of NFL. Every quarterback was down. Like like 85% of them. You couldn't even put a game on. You're like, this is this is horrendous. It's a horrendous product. It remains king. But it only is king if the best quarterbacks are playing. If it's two backups playing last night, it's I don't understand it. I don't understand it's such an inferior product when that one position isn't good. And this season has just felt, to me anyway, it's hard to hold my attention. It's very, it, very difficult. Is it hard to appreciate a really good defensive team? I mean, one that really is built on defense, like the Ray Lewis you know, Baltimore Ravens. If, 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 they're, if they're beating good opponents... With good quarterbacks that they're beating them because they're so good defensively, yes, that's I, I can absolutely appreciate it. If they're going out and beating Bajent and, and guys like that, I'm like, I mean, BFD, that's kind of what you're supposed to do. It just 
I don't know. I don't. I don't know what is is is. I mean, I saw the Browns are bringing in Joe Flacco, correct? For a, and I think for a workout this week. Honestly, man, ninety percent of it is because we don't have a team here. That's that's what ninety percent of it is. If, if we did, I'd probably be. You know, both feet in. And now I put on a game, and it's just background noise. Last night I'm watching that game. I'm like prying my eyes open to watch that game once Joe I mean, you can guarantee the Chiefs games are good, Eagles games. Noise. I mean, they're, they're like, a- like somebody just said, it's second, second string quarterbacks are so bad. Imagine only having one good pitcher out of five, and only every five games you watch, you're like, Okay, now I can tune in. That's how it is. I mean, it's terrible. The quality is terrible right now. All right, we're halfway home here on a Friday. We'll reset Padres and baseball when we come back. Hour number three of Ben and Woods coming up next on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.